1: So this is going to be a bit of a a shorter preview, I think, this week with Ed just getting back from Greece. Obviously he went to the San Siro on Tuesday to go and see Newcastle's Champions League game against AC Milan and he's only just got back today. So it's just me on this episode where we're going to look at obviously some pre-match thoughts ahead of Sunday's game at Sheffield United, some team news, some injury updates, some of the main uh, sort of takeaways from Eddie Howe's press conference. And then I'll give my predicted lineup and a few ones to watch in Sheffield United's team. So so yeah, here's a little roundup of all those things going into Sunday's game. So I think one thing that interests me and, and obviously is gonna challenge Newcastle heading into this weekend is the fact that this is our first Premier League match following a, a midweek game in the Champions League. So it's interesting to see how we're going to cope. I mean, physically, have we recovered from Tuesday night? Obviously, there the shouldn't be too much fatigue at this stage of the season. We're obviously only sort of five games in, and we've only had one one game outside the Premier League to think about. But I wonder how the players have recovered physically, mentally from what's obviously a a, a flight abroad, playing in a, in a sort of massive atmosphere, a huge occasion, which will have been full of sort of new emotions, nerves, excitement. Which some of these, some of those things are great things, but they're also um, things that can drain you a little bit. So I'm hoping we'll come back refocused, um, not too much fatigue and obviously ready to, to get back to Premier League action and, and hopefully get another good result. Because last Saturday, obviously, that win over Brentford, it wasn't it wasn't pretty. It was a bit of an ugly win in the end. But that was obviously us sort of steadying, steadying the ship a little bit, putting an end to three straight defeats and obviously getting our first win since that opening day win over Aston Villa. So we've just started to get the ball rolling again in the league and obviously the momentum's continued with a really good point against AC Milan so I'm hoping in this game it's a new challenge for us but I'm hoping we can come back um, and physically we're in decent condition we're not too tired there's not too much fatigue and obviously mentally as well um, hopefully we can re- sort of refocus and and sort of can keep the keep the winning run going when it comes to Premier League games. Um, Sheffield United have, have struggled this season obviously they're newly promoted and. In their five games so far, they've they've lost four and they've picked up one one draw, which was at home to Everton, who themselves are struggling. So, so Sheffield United have been struggling, but at the same time, I've looked back at the results and they've only ever lost by a single goal. So they've all, they've always been quite tight games. They only lost two one to Man City last weekend. They were one up at Spurs going into the 90th minute and then conceded twice in stoppage time, um, which in itself is pretty damaging for them, and I'm sure they'll be hurting from that. But the fact they were one 0 up at Spurs who've started the season well, with minutes to go, shows that they have obviously played pretty well last week on the whole. So, so yes, Sheffield United have started poorly, but they've actually been quite competitive this season. Um, so, yeah, there's just a few thoughts going into it. Like I said, I just really hope we're going to keep the momentum going that we've built last week against Brentford and also midweek against Milan with that, that really good point in the San Siro. Um, I saw after the Brighton game that uh, after the 3-1 defeat of the Amex, we'd only got two clean sheets in the last 22 games. And obviously, since then we've got back-to-back clean sheets, which to me, sort of is a real positive step in the right direction. I think our defending last year, and ability to keep clean sheets and sort of never really give too many chances away, was was kind of like the, the foundation of a lot of our success. But I think so. I think it's great to see the clean sheets coming back, and obviously, defensively seeing some improvements. But I think one thing we really want to see against Sheffield United is the return of a bit more quality and and sort of threat in the in the final third, because. Yes, we got a a win over Brentford. Yes, we got a a great point in the San Siro. But in both games, we looked a little bit toothless. We didn't really click in the final third. So I think against a newly promoted Sheffield United team who, like I say, could be hurting from that late defeat against Spurs last week, I really hope we're going to go there and sort of really impose ourselves on them sort of take control of the game possession-wise and obviously cause problems in the final third because that's something we didn't really do consistently against Brentford and Milan despite both being good results. Um, so yeah they are just a few thoughts ahead of the game and I think next up it's obviously good to talk about some team news so once again Joe Linton's going to miss out he picked up a knee injury um, well he went off at Brighton with a, a knee problem that was really causing him problems all that week and he probably shouldn't have started at Brighton and then he went on international duty with Brazil and apparently he came back and that knee injury he kind of like inflamed a little bit more so so yeah Joe Linton missed out at Brentford he missed out in Milan and he's going to miss this one as well Eddie Howe's hopeful that he would be back um, before the international break, which I think's middle of October, um, so there's, ho- there's hope there that Joe Linton can be back before the break, but he won't play at Sheffield United. The same goes for Joe Willock. He's he's not featured since May when we beat Brighton at the back end of last season. Initially, it was a hamstring problem, which he's pretty much recovered from, but then he picked up an Achilles issue, and Eddie Howe's ruled him out until after the international break. So we won't be seeing Joe Willock until the end of October. As expected Emil Kraft still out with as he recovers from like an ACL injury um Eddie house hinted at rotation but he doesn't want to make wholesale changes that's what he said in his in his press conference on Friday um so there are just some updates on the on the injury front I know there's nine Sheffield United players who won't be playing um one of them being Ollie McBurney who faced who's having a one- game ban from a red card he picked up at Spurs last week and it, it's interesting that because Ollie mcBurney's more of a target man the big striker who they tend to play up balls up to, and then he lays them off for Cameron Archer, who's was there the summer signing, um, from Aston Villa, who was a bit of a, a sort of, it's a, almost a big man, little man combination up front there. And he tends to feed off McBurney. So the fact McBurney's not playing could be good news for us. I think elsewhere for Sheffield United, the George Baldock's not playing, um, Max Lowe, the full-back, Ben Osborne. So there's quite a few players there. There's others who I could mention, but there's quite a few injury problems there. And like I say, McBurney's not playing either. So, so yeah, there's some updates on injuries for both teams. And in, in terms of then predicted lineups, I think, I mean, four players I think will come back into the team are Callum Wilson, Miguel Almiron, Harvey Barnes, and then probably Elliot Anderson as well. They're obviously four players who didn't start in Milan in midweek. So I think starting with Callum Wilson, I think Eddie Howe actually did mention in his press conference that Alexander Isaac's he's not injured, but he's had a slightly niggling knee injury or knee problem that he's had to manage. So that might explain why he didn't quite look himself against Milan in midweek. So I think the fact Izak started in midweek and the fact Wilson looked so good and was the difference maker, at least against Brentford last week, means that he he should come back into the team. So I think Wilson will start up top. And I think I think Almiron on the right, he obviously didn't play against Brentford and then didn't start in Milan either against Brentford it was Gordon on the right and then against Milan it was Murphy so i think with two sort of um two games off for amron and two rests there i think he'll come back on the right on the left wing obviously gordon started every single game this season and tends to play on the left but i thought he looked pretty tired really tired very very soon against milan and didn't quite look himself and i think considering he started all our games this season and and also was in from the off against Milan. I think he might have a week off this uh, this weekend, and I think it might be Harvey Barnes on the left. So I can see a front three of Barnes on the left, Wilson up top, Armron on the right. In midfield, Sean Longstaff, he did play both both Brentford and Milan games, but he seems to be able to just run all day. And obviously, with Willock and Joe Linton now, we haven't got too many options in midfield. So I think Longstaff will keep his place. I think Bruno will start again. Obviously, there was news came out on Saturday that Bruno's now agreed his new deal. Apparently, it's going to have a a release clause in excess of 100 million in that which some fans are a bit worried about but but it's good news that he's due to commit to the club until 2028 so like a new five-year deal like an extension there so so I think Bruno will start alongside John Longstaff and the final midfield spot I guess will either be Sandro Tonali who did start at Milan or Elliot Anderson who came off the bench in midweek but started and played the full 90 against Brentford last weekend so it's a tough one to call there but I think Eddie Howe admitted in his press conference on Friday that Tonali's only trained sort of one full training session over the past sort of three or four weeks, which I think is quite telling and probably explains why he didn't, didn't, hasn't quite looked up to speed. So I think with keeping in mind Tonali's lack of training, the thigh injury he picked up on international duty and the fact um, the fact Anderson did well against Brentford last weekend and played the full 90 in a win, I think we might see Tonali on the bench and Anderson start this one again. But at the same time, if, if Tonali is able to play, his quality could be the difference, couldn't it, against the Sheffield United team who might look to sit deep and frustrate us? So, so I'd prefer to see Tonali play, but I wouldn't at all be surprised based on Eddie Howe's comments, the recent injury and the fact he started in midweek to, to see Anderson play instead. Um, at the back, obviously Nick Pope and goal, who was the difference, wasn't he, on Tuesday against Milan. Um, Kieran Tripp, yeah, some people are calling for him to have, to have a rest. He, he obviously he's an absolute machine, isn't he, the fact the amount of games he can play and the fact he's... Just so consistent and never seems to pick up injuries despite getting knocks here and there. But I think, yes, there's calls for Liveramento, but I think Trippier, if if fit, and obviously he's had five days rest since Milan, will start that one. So I think Trippier right back. Shaw and Bottman should be at centre-back and then Dan Burnett left back. I know there's been, once again, calls for uh, Lewis Hall to come in, but I'm expecting Lewis Hall and, and Liveramento to get game time and and, and start next week's, uh, next Wednesday's Carabao Cup game against Man City. I think that's where they'll play. Yes, Lewis Hall gives us more going forward. Well, you'd expect him to, but the defence of Pope, Trippier, Shaw, Botman, and Burners has, has kept clean sheets in the in the last two games. And I think, given our recent defensive record hasn't been as good, and we're just trying to get those clean sheets back, I think Howe will be reluctant to change the defence too much. So I can see the same back five. Um, the only thing that's worth mentioning, and I'm not, I don't want to sort of give too much attention to this in case it's a load of rubbish, but there's been some suggestions that Sven Botman and Lewis Hall didn't travel with the squad down to. Um, Sheffield now that may just be a rumour that's got out of hand and a load of rubbish it could be that they've travelled separately therefore they weren't sparred getting on the coach but they're, they're perfectly fine but I think that's just one to watch tomorrow because there has been some murmurings that Botman and Hall might not have made the trip but but we'll just have to see there so yeah I can see the team of Pope Trippier Char Botman, Byrne Longstaff, Bruno I'll go Anderson over Tonali although I'm a bit 50-50 on that and then a front three of Almiron, Wilson and Barnes <laughs> in terms of wanting to watch for, for Sheffield United, I mean, I've mentioned Cameron Archer. He came from Villa when he was he spent last season on loan at Middlesbrough and he was quite prolific there when he played. And like I say, he's a sort of striker who give him a chance. He's 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 sort of very good in front of goal, very clinical as a turn of pace as well. So he'll be a handful and want to watch. But at the same time, he tends to benefit from Ollie McBurney. Like I say, the target man who does a lot of the dirty work and, and sort of lays it off for him. So I, because Ollie McBurney's out, Hopefully that sort of nullifies Cameron Archer a little bit. And the other player, a friend of mine who's a Sheffield United fan who goes sort of crazy over is Gustavo Harmer. He came in from Coventry over the summer, cost 15 million, and he's a sort of all-action midfielder who scored twice in four games. He loves a shot from long range, and I think he's been sort of their best player and their sort of shining light over the first few weeks of the season. So, so yeah, they, they could be ones to watch their Archer and uh and harmer so so yeah that's that they're sort of the main points really i know this is going to be a slightly more brief preview of the sheffield united game with ed not able to record today so um so yeah that's that's the main thoughts really it's like i say hopefully we can get sort of uh i was going to say back to winning ways but to keep the keep the run of wins going really in the premier league obviously we got ended those the sort of streak of three straight defeats with a big win over brentford and then got a great point in milan so I'm really hoping we can keep the run of positive results going. Hopefully we won't show too many signs of being fatigued, physically or mentally, from Milan. Um, and like I say as well, hopefully it's all about the result in many respects, but also I think it would be just encouraging to see us a little bit better in the final third after a few toothless sort of uh, displays, even even though there were sort of good results against Brentford and uh, Milan. We didn't really pose much of a threat. I know... Um, the winner in the end from against Brentford was from the spot, Callum Wilson penalty, and the only shot on target we had in Milan was, was Sean Longstaff. So I hope things start to click more in attack. Um, and hopefully, like I say, we manage to cope with the fact we've just played in midweek, in mid-week against Milan. Because that'll be a, 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 sort of a sign of things to come, won't it? Playing in midweek and then going again at the weekend. Obviously, next week we've got... It's not uh, the Champions League, but we've got a midweek game in the cup against Man City, and then the following Saturday, Burnley in in the in the uh, Premier League. So, it's something we'll have to get used to, and hopefully, hopefully we can we can do that. So, prediction for me, I think um, as I say, Sheffield United have been pretty competitive um, this so far this season, despite only picking up points. Uh, like I say, they they ran Man City close. They were unlucky against Spurs um, last weekend. So they've they've done pretty well in general, but at the same time we should be going to Sheffield United, a newly promoted team who've just lost two goals and, uh, via two goals in stoppage time last weekend. We should be going there and winning, really, if we want to get in Europe once again next season and, and sort of stamp our authority again. So I think it'll be fairly tight, but I think we'll keep the run of clean sheets going. I think Barnes might, might get his second of the season and I fancy Wilson to score again. So I'll go for a, a 2-0 win for Newcastle, um, which would be just mark the end of a perfect week, wouldn't it, if we could? so um, Or oh, a pretty perfect week. Um, but yeah, anyway, sorry this podcast being a bit short. Um, it's a shame Ed couldn't join me, but he's he went away to leave for the Milan game. He, he then went to Greece. He's only just got back, and I think he's been there's been absolutely loads going on at his end there, so he couldn't join me on today's episode. But um, but yeah, I'll leave it there, and we'll be back in a couple of days' time. I think hopefully Monday or Tuesday, where with with a review of the Sheffield United game, and then we'll look ahead to Wednesday's game against Man City. Um, but yeah fingers crossed we'll get a good result and uh, thanks again for listening we really appreciate everyone's support and uh, yeah we'll see you on next week's episode so thanks for listening guys we'll see you later
0: Podcast Network.